Well, hello. What's <laughs> up, everybody? It's Aaron And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up, the podcast. Welcome. Welcome, dudes. Oh, welcome. <laughs> you are so welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I hope you're all doing okay. Staying mm-hmm. healthy. Staying sane. Mm. We got a... Jesus. A treat of a show for you. How are we like almost two years into this pandemic? How long did the one around the 1900s last? Years. Oh, cool. And like a a lot of people died. Like, yeah, yeah. A lot more because we didn't have vaccinations back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ding, ding, ding. You dumb shits. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Well, God. We're just stressing over here about oh yeah, we're things. Just, ooh. Ooh. trying not to spiral, trying to stay oh, uh, trying every to day. Her, every day, every day is a journey. Oh man, <laughs> every day is me trying not to spiral, mm-hmm. and event and inevitably ordering chicken tenders. Uh, oh yeah, you know what? I cut them up and put them on a salad, so it's healthy, but also <laughs> it's not. And in the meantime, I'm just my I mean, I've told you, you know, my life is like a pendulum and it's even that way with like um, bathing and exercise and also um, uh, eating plant based. I'm like very like, ooh, plants, plants. I'm going to eat plant based. And then I just go back and I'm like chicken tenders. Oh, but you know what? (laughs) It's okay because it's okay. Yeah, I had a plant based uh, like uh matcha latte today which you know that's it's it's only plant-based because it is made with like almond oh, milk in, yeah instead of uh you know regular milk regular milk yeah. and it was so gross so i was like oh god damn it because the almond milk was probably gross yeah the almond milk sucked and like it had um it was like sweetened with dates yeah and i don't oh. like i don't like dates so yeah i could always taste it like people are like oh it doesn't like they don't taste it's so neutral it's like bitch it's not i can taste it i don't like that shit fucking take your dates and shove them up your asshole because sugar is a plant so just put that in there i know i know it's like don't don't piss on my foot and tell me it's raining you fuck (laughs) well this was like a whole 30 it's like a whole 30 type uh matcha latte it sounds like yeah, it's like this like cutie little brand, like you know, mm. it's like a, it wasn't like a fresh, it wasn't like a oh, it's pre made, it was pre made. Oh, so that's oh, why. oh, oh, that changes things. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I was, you know, yeah. That's all I have right now is just like fun, fun drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun <laughs> and, non-alcoholic beverages. Yeah, and yeah. so I was just like, I, that's what I I like splurge on, and I was like, Ooh, I'm gonna try this like cutie little thing, and it sucked ass. I threw it away. <laughs> Oh, my God. Good for you. You know what? Mm-hmm. Don't waste. Uh, this is my mantra now, too. Like, in the past couple of years, it's like, if we don't like something that we're eating, it's like we already paid for it, that we've already spent the money. We don't yeah. have to eat it. I'm not I'm not eating or drinking this thing that's disgusting. Okay? Yeah. You Feel free to just get rid of it. You don't have to like it. Also, if you're... Yeah. 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 The only thing I have these days is pastries. And mm. lots of other things, I guess. But that's, like, what my daily thing. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I 
I wish we had a producer right now who like was listening to us take notes because uh, then I could be like, remind me to take the pastries out of the freezer to proof them overnight so that <laughs> I can eat it to bake it tomorrow. And they'd be like, OK, you know, like a an a assistant Steve, or like a Steven from My mm. Favorite Murder, you know, mm -hmm. like a Steven. Quick note. Um, I need to proof my or like, you know, Pete. I, I should have yelled at him, Pete, take out the pastries and proof them, but I'll I'll remember. I just text DJ throughout the <laughs> oh, show <that's> sometimes. <laughs> just like, if I ever get a faraway look in my eye, that's what it is. Oh, okay. Good to know. Yeah. All right. I tell him do shit all the time while I'm podcasting. I don't give a Fucking, shit. And that's multitasking. Mm -hmm. I'm multitasking as a bitch. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Well, speaking of multitasking, do we have any business for the day? Oh, my gosh. Um, we should, yes, uh, we should say visit our Patreon, patreon.com slash DTFU podcast. I think mentioning it is great because people are finding it and it's very mm -hmm. fun. Like we have um, new We've people joining new, like new every patrons. day. Yeah, yeah, it's so nice. Thank you. Welcome aboard to all the new patrons. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah, and then also go to our website. It's dtfupodcast.com. Um, we have merch on our website. Mm -hmm. uh, you can buy the things on there. Ooh. If you, uh, if you want. You can uh, click around all kinds of places. We, you can watch us on YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. We have the videos on the website, so you don't even have to, like, you could just, like, watch them on DTFU podcast. Like it's embedded. Yeah. Oh yeah, the they're embedded. Yeah, the most recent episodes. Yeah. You don't have mm -hmm. to like separately go to YouTube if you don't want to. Yeah. Um, One stop shop. Oh, go download the Hoo Ha Ha app. Um, yes. And you can listen to us on there, and you can, um, you know, we people keep uh, tweeting at us like things that we have said on the podcast, and we're like, mm -hmm. oh god. Yeah. I don't remember what the context was of this. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it's fun to <laughs> to hear those clips again. Um, and you could, you could do that while you're listening on the Hoo Ha Ha app. You can cut you can like cut out a piece of the yep. audio and you can put that audio on your social media platform of choice and tag us in it. Oh, my God. And then we'll know. How fun. Because some, some of the oh my shit God. we say, I'm like, what? We said I had that? to ask for context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was scared because there was something about like masturbating with a corn dog or something. Yeah. Putting a corn or, dog in your chocha. Yeah. Yeah. A frozen one, not a cooked one. No. And um, yeah. And I, I was like, I would like the context for this, but I'm afraid to ask. But they gave it. And it was fine. And I was like, oh, yeah, we were just joking. Yeah, definitely don't put a frozen <laughs> Aaron said up. we were just, yeah. Aaron's like, to be clear, we don't actually condone this. It's like, yes, yes. <laughs> this was taken hashtag out of context. You cannot hear the sarcasm or all the joking about it. Um, jokes, guys. Jokes. Jokes. We got jokes. Oh, my God. Well. Um, anything fucked up for you this week? Oh, my gosh. In my notes, I put, aside from doing my research on the completely wrong topic, happy face. <laughs> Whoops. But I'm very prepared down the road when we do uh, a, an The topic that you actually person. researched. Yeah. It was just a different white woman that we we're talking about. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. I'll tell you this. It's going to embarrass me probably, but it's kind of funny. Uh, I... I clocked it last night and I was like, this could be my fucked up thing of the week. But um, I love it. We were 
watching the new show on Hulu with Nicole Kidman last night. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We watched two episodes last night. We watched the third tonight. What days does it come out? Do you know? Just, I think Wednesdays. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, the, the show Nine Perfect Strangers oh yeah, Nine on Perfect Hulu. Strangers. Mm-hmm. New Nicole um, Kidman, Colty uh, Wellness Retreat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melissa McCarthy, Bobby yeah. Cannavale. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. Michael Shannon. Great, great cast. Fabulous um, cast. Fabulous cast. And um, we were watching that and, like, Pete was kind of, like, dozing off. And he was laying – I wouldn't say – he was laying with his head towards me, but it wasn't like right next to me. Anyway, I had a very heavy blanket over my lap and someone may have farted. I don't <laughs> it could have been me. I, I, I wasn't exactly sure because I was like so engrossed in the show. And Pete, because I thought he was like asleep. Oh, no. He was like, oh, my God. And I was like, what? Not even realizing. He's like, you just farted in my face. It was not in his face. I just want to say. It was like. It was. Uh, adjacent to adjacent it where his to- head was. Okay. It was on top of his head. It was. I was sitting on top of his head and just farted right into his mouth. No. And so I. Uh, and I was like, oh. I, fir- I got very defensive. And I was like, Oh. It's not even by your face. It doesn't even smell. It's just from drinking a fizzy water. It's not. It doesn't even smell. I have this heavy ass blanket on. I'm wearing like pants and it's Lacroix. Like it's a Lacroix fart. fart. Yeah, yeah. If anything, it smells like a little of a grapefruit, a, little, a, a pample mousse, a pample mousse. Yeah, it's toot. a little a pample toot. <laughs> it's a little pample toot. <laughs> and uh, and then I like I was like, oh, whatever. You're being rude. Uh, and okay. Then, I know, I know. <laughs> Bitch. I know. I just hated it because it was embarrassing. And then I went and like brushed my teeth and I came back out and then I was like, I'm sorry I farted close to your head. I thought and I was like, I thought you were asleep. And he's like, It's okay. I forgive you. And he was being so nice about it. And I was like, I would have like I would have really been if, upset if it would have been yeah, were turned. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, Oh, I know. And then and then I was like, but I don't know even how this came up, but I was like, but it, oh I said, because it was barely a fart. It's like I almost didn't even fart. It was just like the sound. There was no smell. He's like oh. and I said like there was no smell, but or like it didn't even smell or stink or something. And he thought I said I I didn't even shit or something. <laughs> oh, no. He, he was like, what? Wait, so you so you didn't fart. You just shit? And then he was very confused. And I'm like, see, I wasn't lying. I just shit. And he was like, oh, oh, no, I know, I know. I said, I said, oh, it was just like, it wasn't anything. It was just a little poot. And then he was like, a poop? And then he's like, so you didn't fart. You weren't lying to me. And I was like, no, I booted. Anyway, oh my it was God. fine. It didn't smell because I'm an angel and I'm just perfect and so sweet. Of course. Duh. Yeah. Oh so it was fine. But I did apologize because I was like, if the tables were turned, for sure, I would have been very upset. <sighs> oh, my God. I yeah. Said, oh, my God. My fucking nose was right by your asshole even though it wasn't you know but i would have like definitely made a big deal out of oh, it. oh yeah, yeah 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 and he would still be paying for it today so oh my god you do too. you do you have anything <laughs> fucked up no i don't oh. i got nothing <laughs> that was enough for me just 
just to hear your 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 uh your fart um, my pet my your pample tooth yeah my my pample poot (laughs) so good oh Mm -hmm. my god let's just do the let's get into this topic it's let's do it it's a wild one, guys. My God. It is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this my goodness. This is everything goodness. I love, though. This is everything I love. It's. Yeah. It's so. Escandalo. It's so. I don't know. But. Tasty. Okay, it is. But, like, doing this and looking back, I'm like, no one knew what happened here. Like. Uh, but it's like cover up blah, blah, blah. anyway yeah. okay yeah i don't okay. want to give too much away but i just the whole time i was like it seems very obvious what happened here yeah well <laughs> i mean here's the thing yeah i i'm i just have a question for yeah. the general listener population but i'll answer it cuz i'm here okay yeah <laughs> has anyone hung out with a very rich person or worked for a very wealthy person um like how well like what like how wealthy are we talking i'm talking okay first of all i i want to say like some rich people are very cool and chill but a lot are very very weird and kind of terrifying yeah and but you don't but we don't need to like even like we don't even need to excuse nice no, rich no, people no, no no i'm but what i'm talking about the rich that i'm talking about is like east coast old money Mm. I'm talking about people who collect people. I'm talking oh my about God. people who own multiple homes that have been in the family for years and have names, you know. Um, I'm like, ta- like, um, like the woman on white, the White Lotus, yeah, like Jennifer yeah. Coolidge on the White Lotus. Like she collects people, right? Yeah, she she yeah. collects people. She okay. has like multiple homes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, and I'm talking like people who have so much money. Mm-hmm. They can get away with crimes and not face any consequences because they're crazy mm-hmm. rich. Yeah. Um, I feel like the closest I've gotten to this was an old boss mm-hmm. and a couple of friends of friends who were like at school with Kate Middleton and Wills, Prince William mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at St. Andrews. Like they went, mm-hmm. they were like at school with them. Yeah. Um, which is like fully fucking shit. Um, oh my god! Or they were like on first name basis with Kennedys, like friends of friends, you know. Because oh uh, it's kind of like that in DC sometimes. You just like start, oh. you know, you make friends and like they're like friend, they're like connected to rich people because there's a lot of fucking money there. Yeah. Why is that? Is that because like when you're that wealthy, you're like, my, I think I'll just get into politics. Like what why is there such like a contingent it's of- called it's it's GW in Georgetown. It's like the college pipeline of like really wealthy kids going to school there. And then they just get like an internship or something and stay there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or or it's just like I mean when I was there it was just like you yeah, you kind of stay there for a couple of years. You work yeah. for a senator or a congressman yeah um or you get into like uh philanthropy like there's lots of nonprofits there yeah um so yeah it's like a it's like a pipeline of just like rich people you know yeah 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 yeah, so and they're all it's like all east coast like old money it's it's had no idea what that that was a big culture shock so i don't know i don't know them Mm-mm. No, yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know them either. I'm just yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That was that. Uh, it's like you're in you, you're in the outer ring. You're of aware of them. Orbit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, I never got close. I, I feel like I knew some rich people when I lived in New York, but like not like that. They were rich from whatever smaller towns they came from in sure. North Carolina or whatever, and like had money and and looked up to like socialites and stuff. But they weren't socialites, you know what I mean? Right. Like, but they wanted to be kind of. I don't know. It's all very odd. Yeah, um, I, yeah. It was, I don't know. It's a it's a weird thing. It's a weird yeah. uh, social strata um but yeah so we're today we're talking about one such uber wealthy person yeah and if if you know or have even watched like succession or anything like that this is like the level this is the level i'm talking about yes 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 yeah that's a Um, way way better reference than the white lotus yeah the like i'm talking like succession family like wealthy for a very long time yeah, uh, in America, and doing uh, some fuck shit because they're some fuck so shit. wealthy. Yeah, uh, so the one such uber wealthy person who was mm-hmm. one of America's OG heiresses, a legendary philanthropist, mm-hmm. and she also may have gotten away with straight up murder. <gasps> uh, she may have, probably, most likely murdered one of her very good friends, and oh just totally got clean away with it because she was so goddamn wealthy oh my god yep today we're talking about doris duke and the quote-unquote accidental death of her Mm. friend eduardo torella oh Oh my gosh now people people collecting people 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 collecting people (laughs) uh oh god she did he was one of the people Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't know anything about Doris Duke, mm-hmm. I mean, she came about like in the she was like a jazz age like woman. She mm-hmm. was an American billionaire tobacco heiress, a philanthropist, like I said, an art collector, a horticulturist and a socialite. So, oh, my God, she just like had the money was dabbling everywhere. Yeah. She didn't need to work for it. No, no. She literally just was like born into money. Also, imagine being a billionaire in your when you're coming of age in the jazz era and you have no responsibilities and no one has built a billion dollars. Oh, no. Like there is no she was at one point. I mean, she was often her nickname was the richest girl in the world. Yeah. And she was a literal billionaire back when the word billionaire wasn't even a thing. Like Jesus in Christ. today's money, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, but it was like so beyond yeah. wealth that anybody had at the time. Oh my um, god! Like people didn't even know to call people billionaires because mm-hmm. <laughs> that just wasn't in the lexicon. They hadn't, yeah, they hadn't counted to a billion yet. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I that's too much. We're good. <laughs> They're like. We're good. They're like we can, we can get to a million, and from there, that's it. Yeah, we don't we didn't need to go that high. Yeah, um, and she wasn't one of those like rich, boring, like boring fucking rich people. She was like mm. living her life, mm. living her living her rich ass life to the fullest. Like mm. she was out here doing anything and everything. She actually like tried to like have a job for a while she was a news correspondent for a a brief period of time in the 1940s she just never showed up she's just like i don't need the paycheck yeah they're like can you like work on wednesday she's like no darling i'm going to the clubs i can't 
are you joking? My God. Uh, uh, yeah, she uh, played jazz piano pretty proficiently. Um, and she well, yeah, was, rich people always learn an instrument. Of course, you have to. Yes, yeah, you have required. to. Required. Um, and she was a competitive surfer, you guys. This was like in the like 30s and 40s when ain't nobody was doing that shit. That's pretty oh fucking God. cool. It's all just like, yeah, of course, because she didn't have to do anything else. Like all of this, it's like it's it, it's funny because it's like she's very eclectic and like, well, I mean, very well-rounded trying all these things. But it's like, of course she is. Of course, because she yeah. can. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was super hot, had cool, rich friends. Oh my um, god! And she had tons of lovers. Like Ooh. on the surface, this woman is just like slaying like i love her like yeah. you know she's fucking like badass. on paper on, on paper she's on paper she oh my is god until we get to the bottom of it yeah <laughs> and we're gonna get there but let's just like talk about some of her cool fucking lovers her hot lovers okay oh my god i can't wait okay one of them was duke kahana moku uh <gasps> who was a hawaiian royal and <gasps> olympian Oh, my who, gosh. He's the one who taught her how to surf. <gasps> he taught her how to ride the surfboard. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. Also, uh, it is, isn't there a restaurant called Duke's that's from Hawaii? I wonder I if it's so. named after him. Could be. Could cool. be. Yeah. Um, isn't that weird that her last name is Duke and she's fucking on a Duke? Mm, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> They're it duking weird. it out. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you dated someone named Aaron. Yeah, well. <laughs> that's true. <sighs> I shan't cast any stones in this glass house. No, you um, should, but I'm just saying. All um, the facts. We, we all got to have all the facts. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, she also dated Errol Flynn, the actor. What you know, are you know the they same- famous for? Oh, he played Robin Hood. He was okay, like, yes, yes. like very famous like mm-hmm. actor in the 1930s. Uh, mm-hmm. You know the saying in like Flynn? That's where it comes from. Oh, I don't even want to tell you what I thought that was. <laughs> but I won't. Uh, it's, uh, I thought it was in like Flint and it was about Larry Flint. <laughs> no, no. Maybe you should just stick to in there like swimwear and leave it at that. I try. Uh, you know what? I don't say these sorts of things anyway, oh, okay. so it's fine. But sure. Um, what? Why? Did, why? Why? Why in like Flynn? I don't know. Because I thought in like Flint because he did like porn stuff and it was like a dick or in a whole reference. I don't know. Okay, cool. No. Well, any let us know if you thought that. Uh, no one. Okay. Also dated a man named, or fucked on a man named Alec <laughs> Cunningham Reed, who was a British World War I uh, pilot, like ace pilot, and Ooh. later a, uh, a British MP. Um, Cute. Yeah. Then, okay, this one blew me out of the water. She fucked jo- General George Patton, <laughs> which... <laughs> So weird, uh, so random. Uh, one of the most famous oh generals in American history. So interesting. What? <laughs> what are the circumstances of that? I don't know. You know, you go to a a, a, gala. a gala, yeah, yeah, and you're, you know, she she was she was a a famous like donor for I'm sure like yeah like her her 
first husband husband was a, a politician or he was like into politics so uh like they were like new deal like um yeah people who you, you get into politics when you have money period yeah yeah um so i don't know yes uh also i wonder if she purchased any of these men at like a charity auction you know when like they sell <laughs> yeah. a date it, yeah 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 I wonder, because this is an interesting assortment. And obviously, it's like she's very loaded. It's like, how would she come to know all these people? Because she's very rich and they want to fuck her. I don't know. Yeah, she was also, also she was also six feet tall. So um, she was like a, a physically imposing woman herself yeah, and like yeah. really beautiful, really intimidating. So she needed, oh she was God. like into like alpha men, whatever. She was that a Barbazon or whatever. A Barbazon? <laughs> An Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> she's a bar she was a barbazon model <laughs> uh, what mean, am she... i thinking i don't know uh i am not on drugs or anything too i just want to <laughs> say i have not had a i'm drinking water nothing's i just am maybe really very tired i was gonna but... say maybe that's your issue maybe you should have a you know a little shot or something uh, yeah i should i know maybe yeah um <laughs> Then she was linked with Joe Castro, who was a hot jazz pianist, who Ew. eventually became her uh, common law husband, who she mm. stabbed at one point because uh, she just got mad at him. And mm-hmm. uh, she didn't get in any trouble for that, obviously. <laughs> she also fucked Marlon Brando and mm. a bunch of other people, random. I don't know. Who cares? Um, hot or old Marlon Brando? Hot young Marlon Brando. Mm, okay. Um, at one point in the nineteen in the late nineteen forties, like nineteen forty seven, she married this hot daddy who was like, oh. quite literally the most interesting man in the world. Like he is literally the inspiration for that character, Dosaki's character. Mm-hmm. Whoa! He was this guy named uh, Por- uh, Porfirio Rubio Rosa. Mm. He was a dip- he was a Dominican diplomat, mm-hmm. a race car driver, a soldier, and a polo player. Oh my god! Um, he was also a supporter of the dictator Rafael Trujillo, mm-hmm. uh, and he was also rumored to be a political assassin <gasps> under his regime. So, he oh my just, god! Yeah, he might have like also been out here Killed just people. like killing people. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, She's he- like same. No, almost. Yeah. She wants to. <laughs> She's only stabbed someone at this point. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> she she like paid off. He was married at the time when they started hooking up, and he was like, he was like married to this like hot uh, French actress, mm-hmm. and she paid her off like um, she paid her like a million dollars basically to divorce him. Fuck yeah, yeah. She's like, hi, can you leave now? We're gonna like get married, so we need <gasps> you guys to get divorced. Here's a million dollars. That's the best case scenario for someone coming in and like breaking up a marriage yeah it's like almost like alimony for yeah Yeah. I don't know it's weird yeah I hope well if it's sad if they were in love but also I hope that lady just like moved back to Paris and just was like fucking you yeah yeah loaded yeah but pretty shitty thing to do yeah it's Um, It's rude (laughs) and so this guy though Ruby Rosa he he was like a international playboy he Mm -hmm. like jet set it everywhere was hot and um like i guess like was really good at sex and had <laughs> a cool dick like apparently <laughs> what's a cool dick uh, a, a a 
a big one that worked really good and uh and looked nice and looked nice and was like ready to go and he knew what to do with it uh Uh, this guy's (laughs) dick was so legendary that you know those like huge pepper mills that they have at fancy like steakhouses or food oh restaurants. yeah like can i offer you some cracked pepper for your salad yeah, and they're yeah. like this big you know yeah 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 um the rumor <laughs> the like legend has it like parisian waiters who had heard rumors of his huge peen yeah were inspired to nickname the gigantic pepper mills <gasps> ruby rosas oh my god and that's where that name that nickname for those big pepper mills comes from is from his dick Oh, my God. <laughs> I just had to sidebar about that for a minute because. And this man wasn't even French. Oh, no, he was. No, he was Dominican. Oh, he was. Oh, but he was just married to a French woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, wow, things got back to France. Small country, I guess. And they were like. <laughs> no, I mean, he probably li- he lived there with <laughs> oh. his French uh, wife. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, OK. He was a diplomat. So he was like all over the place. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. This is wild. Also, that is too large. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I hope not. I hope it wasn't that big. That's scary. Um. I would. That's a trouser snake. Oh, that's like python. That's a trouser python. Uh, Yeah. So this guy, I just had I had to talk about him for a second because that was was fun. Wow. Doris. Get it. Um. (laughs) Shake that pepper. Yeah. (laughs) Grind it. (laughs) <laughs> she also had multiple homes with names um ah! one, ah! one of them was called falcon lair and that was in mm. beverly hills uh she had a house called shangri-la of course in mm-hmm. honolulu hawaii mm-hmm. uh duke farms was in hills hillsborough township in new jersey uh, the James B. Duke House, which was in New York City, <laughs> New York, and Rough Point, uh, Newport, Rhode Island is where that one was. And that oh. is where the whole incident that occurs that we'll talk about in a moment happens. Mm-hmm. Um, her- yeah, it was rough. Yeah, rough. Really That's where rough. she went to get rough. Yeah, um, her philanthropic work, though, is pretty legendary. Uh, at her father's estate in Hillsborough Township, New Jersey, uh, the Duke Farms uh, estate, mm-hmm. she created one of America's largest indoor botanical gardens. And I think it's like still open to the public today. You can, you can go there. Oh. Um, she was also active in preserving more than 80 historic buildings in Newport, Rhode Island. More on that later. Uh, she was very close personal friends with former First Lady Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. And in 1968, when she, when uh, Doris Duke created the Newport Restoration Foundation, Jackie O was appointed the vice president and Ooh. champion of the foundation. Um, yeah. She Speaking also, of knowing the Kennedys. Yeah, she, she knew. She did. Yeah. Uh, her, she, she was the first one. She was the first rich person to be on a first name basis with the Kennedys. Oh, she probably made the Kennedys, <laughs> honestly. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's yeah. Oh probably my God. part, big part of her fundraising work. Dang. <laughs> uh, she did a lot of philanthropic work in AIDS research, medicine and child welfare through, throughout her old age. Mm. Um, in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Uh, she also donated uh, money to um, 
black to educate black students in the south who were disadvantaged um Mm. and at the end of her life her estimated 1.3 billion fortune was largely left to charity and this is mostly because she had no heirs oh and she changed her will constantly because she trusted very very few people if anyone at all Uh, that's that rich people paranoia oh yeah that was like one of the things her dad on his deathbed said to her one of the last things he said to her was trust no one. So Oh God. A little that'll trauma s- there. That'll yeah, that'll send you, you up. into a tailspin. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you I mean, it is hard to trust people when you're a rich person. I you know. Yeah. There's a lot of people leeching off of you, which yeah. is, you know, whatever. Uh yeah. just the way it is. Uh mm-hmm. I think at one point there this is like a another weird sidebar. She like adopted a uh thirty five year old grown ass woman. Oh uh, no. Who claim who they like this woman like kind of like uh, was a grifter I think and mm-hmm. kind of like ingratiated herself and she was like a Hare Krishna mm-hmm. and like convinced this all checks out convinced Doris Duke that she was the reincarnated soul of her uh, daughter who had died she had one daughter but she died like the day after she was born because she was premature so. Oh, my God. Yeah. And this woman showed up and was like, I'm your premature daughter that passed away. Yeah. Oh, my. What a fucking asshole. I know. Really piece of sh- really big piece of shit. So, but yeah, that's like sh- she was in her will for a while. She like adopted oh. her. Oh, my God. Yeah. And but she- also she collected people. Yes. So but then- she was open to this sort of shit. Yeah. But then she disowned her later. So she yeah, this lady well. didn't get shit. Um, yeah. Well, that's good because she yeah. didn't deserve anything. Doris Duke's legacy is now uh, administered by the Doris Duke Charitable Foundation. Hmm. I don't know if you guys listen to NPR on a regular basis, but a lot of times that is one of their major, that's one of NPR's like major sponsors. So you probably are familiar with her name because of that. If you listen to a lot of NPR, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, And a lot of the money goes to medical research, prevention of cruelty to children and animals, and the performing arts, wildlife, and ecology. So it's like spread out pretty well. Um, And cool, you know. Thank God for that money. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I was saying, like all in all, Doris Duke sounds rad, but unfortunately she was also a bit of a fucking asshole. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, As like a lot of rich people are wont to do. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, there's like tons of accounts from like former assistants and people who worked for her, uh, her former business manager, Patrick Mann, who co-authored a book called Daddy's Duchess. It's a damning biography about her and it like talks a lot of shit on her. Oh my God. Uh, it sounds like a fun, like, a fun read <laughs> or, or like a fun, like, um, Porn? Like a fun leather bar or something <laughs> in the UK. Ooh, yeah, Daddy's Duchess. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. I want to go there. Like sa- Saturday night, Daddy's Duchess. I'd be like, I'm there. Yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, her own godson, Pony Duke, uh, no. co-wrote another tell-all <laughs> called "Too Rich." And in her book, or in his book, he says, "Quote: Doris gave no second chances." She collected people and then mm-hmm. she threw them away. Yikes. Only a fucking rich person could be named Pony and like That's not true. have to deal with it. <laughs> you know? Or, or if you're like a cowboy, you know. Oh, yeah. Or like <laughs> an outsider. <laughs> Stay gold, Pony, pony Boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And then, do you is when you're named Pony as you get older, are you then called horse? Are you only is is it like how some people are Jimmy when they're a kid and then they're Jim when they're an adult? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that, I think that sounds right. Yeah, sounds right. Or like Pony and then you're named Steed or something <laughs> as you get older. Mm, I don't know. Stallion. Stallion. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that all checks out for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Doris would regularly hire ex-FBI agents to intimidate disgruntled friends and lovers who might be sources for reporters or biographers. Oh, no. Uh, so, yeah. She's just really out here. Um, ex-staffers were threatened and bullied. You mm. know, just the usual. Um, and, yeah, she fucking stabbed one of her... <laughs> ex-husbands so (laughs) well when you're not used to hearing the word no i feel like you can really do you can get up to some shit you know i think they had a very uh tempestuous relationship i think he was like kind of abusive towards her Mm. and so i don't know the full context of that but you still you know all this stuff is bad it's not like you can't go around stabbing people um no so all this stuff's bad. She, I feel like, yeah, she just kind of had a temper maybe or like she kind of could get tantrum Like why are you – like why are you needing to hire FBI agents to like go don't. after lovers? Because you can weird. if you don't Because you can. Yeah, because you know the story is going to be bad. It's going to be all over the newspapers. Oh, yeah, true. And you could like sla- slander them and in the in the papers. She sued her own mother when she was like <gasps> – really young oh so yeah like and she's she, and, and she throughout her life she was like constantly in legal battles she had like over 40 lawsuits like you know was she in had and the out time of, yeah she had the time she had the money so yeah mm-hmm. it's just what happens when you're really wealthy um yeah but so i don't know i guess another question i have is like it, mm-hmm. have you ever been friends with someone who collects people um i don't know if i would i don't know if i have uh Maybe, but probably when I was young and didn't and yeah. couldn't tell, you know. But yeah, like sometimes these people just, you know, might they have like a power imbalance almost over, over the over you. Yeah. Uh, like it's like having like a possessive girlfriend or boyfriend, and usually that person has more money, power, status, whatever. Yeah. And it could be a weird dynamic that maybe you don't realize, but mm-hmm. you might also be using them too for whatever sure so um but yeah i don't know if Hmm. you decide though to leave their orbit they get pissed yeah and you have to like strategically you gotta make it think it was their idea it's like one of those things yeah 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 so this is basically what happened to this man that was Mm -hmm. very good friends with doris duke his name was eduardo torella and he had been a loyal friend and confidant of Doris's for about a decade. Mm-hmm. He was, by all accounts, a very awesome, cool person. Mm-hmm. Um, lived a really cool life. Was, you know, successful in his own right. Yeah, was a star on the rise. Yeah, he was a handsome war vet with a bronze star. Mm-hmm. When he came back from the from World War II, he became a mil- milliner which is a hat maker. Mm -hmm. Um, And he eventually became a respected interior designer for many famous people. 
And he parlayed that talent for interior design into a set design career for big Hollywood films that were like starting, like he, he was starting to work on some pretty big films. I think he worked on a, a Elizabeth Taylor film. Ooh. And that like started catapulting him into more opportunities. Um, Hmm. so his career in Hollywood was like about to take off. Um, so he was also an out gay man in the 1960s, which is pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And he had a longtime partner who he was like starting a new life with basically out in California. And he was going to pursue his set design career fully. Um, wow. The only issue was he was very, very much in the clutches of Doris mm-hmm. and he needed to, to ex- extricate himself from her grasp. Mm-hmm. Basically, she relied on him very heavily for everything and not just like design stuff because she was constantly like redoing a room in one of her yeah. houses or whatever or needing him to like go like check on fabrics with with her for something like it was in, you know, again, like that kind of a person where you're just like you you are so when you collect people, you like use them up basically yeah. and you're very like needy yeah and it's yeah. like it's because of the fact that she couldn't trust very many people yeah and he had been close to her in kind of a professional way for a long time but like yeah began to be more in, in in integral in her life to where it was just like she couldn't do without him yeah so he had to figure out a way to like I think he'd probably been hinting for a long time to her that he was going to move to California to pursue his career in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. But she just ignored it and was like, yeah, whatever. No, you're not leaving. You're not going to leave me. Um, Well, and also like the gall to leave me. You mm -hmm. know, it's like, I don't know. She's like, "Uh, I'm a rich lady and I treat you so well. And like, why would you ever want to leave my orbit? You know? Yeah. Like I... I can take care of you. You don't need to yeah. like, go and do all these silly things that yeah. you think you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. So he he was going to do it, though. And so literally he had rented a station wagon to move all of his belongings to drive across the country mm-hmm. with his partner. And he went to go tell her, like, hey, I know you're in denial, but I'm leaving tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so... This story about Eduardo and Doris Duke came to my attention last year when I read an article by a man named Peter Lance that was in Vanity Fair. Um, Mm -hmm. It's like the July issue, maybe, of Vanity Fair that Mm -hmm. that it's in. Mm -hmm. Um, But Peter Lance proposes in this article that on October 7th of 1966, when Eduardo goes to tell Doris he's leaving, Mm -hmm. uh, she freaked out and murdered him basically oh uh and the story is that she ran him over with the car that he had rented to move across the country um the this incident had long been considered an accident but there were many many red flags that peter lance was like wait a minute are we gonna talk about this ever or let's uh i'm gonna just dive into this so he he writes this article and brings to light the initial um like he he does the full investigation basically yeah and he um 
also wrote a book about this whole thing called Homicide at Rough Point. Mm-hmm. And he wrote all about the circumstances surrounding Torella's death at the time. Good for um, this guy. I feel like just hearing any sort of backstory on this woman and then the fact that this happened, the whole thing's a red flag. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, she stabbed her common-law husband. She, like, was kind of paranoid and, like, had some weird shit going on. Like, I feel like something, there could be something sketchy here. Well, and the fact that she has a motive because she... She didn't want to be abandoned. She wanted to be abandoned. Yeah. They had a fight. Yeah. So more on the book he wrote in a bit, but um, mm. according to the article, the original article that he wrote in Vanity Fair, um, on the afternoon of the incident, um, Eduardo came over, and mm-hmm. I'm going to call him Eddie from, from okay. now, because I just, that's my dad's name, and mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and... I, I we like, don't know if he went by Eddie or not, but he is his, now. His friends and family called him Eddie. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I'm not his friend or his family, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, Eddie had come over and just told Doris that he was going to leave for Hollywood. Yeah, drove over in the station wagon that he rented, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he drove over to her uh um her estate, Rough Point, which mm-hmm. is. Uh, in whatchamacallit? Um, Rhode Island. Rhode Island, yeah. Mm-hmm. Newport, Rhode Island. And he gets there and tells her, like, hey, like, it's happening yeah. and it's happening tomorrow. And yeah, I like, don't, right now, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah. I, I've been telling you this for a long time that this is like my dream. And also like my life. Yeah. Like to take to have. First of all, she was probably like a huge narcissist. It's it's also like don't this isn't about you. Like and also it doesn't mean we're not friends anymore. It's so weird. It's so like I get that people get sad and upset when like something like this. Like if you find out someone's moving away or something, it could be sad, you know, but it's like how weird to think that it's anything to do with you. Also, she had a home out there in. She had a in, home everywhere. Yeah, she had and a she home has everywhere. A billion dollars and probably a private jet. Like she could just come and there. He, and he'd already been going out to California for many, many years with his yeah. partner. Like, you know, fucking, doing these trips. Like they're all jet yeah. setters anyway. So it's just like I don't know. Fucking come to Hollywood. We'll get <clears> drinks at Chateau Marmont with like all the celebrities. Yeah, it was. It's it, gonna be great. It yeah, it was just ridiculous. But yeah, so. He breaks this. He tells her, I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is happening. And they get in a huge argument, Mm -hmm. like a screaming match. There's members of her staff that have given statements that they heard him them screaming at each other. Yeah. Um, uh, Eventually they have a she needed him to come over in the first place because she was going to go acquire a, a piece of, you know, some bust or something from an <laughs> antiques dealer yeah some and she, like uh pa- some uh van gogh painting or yeah no it was yeah. literally it was literally a bust of uh like a i don't like a 14th century like yeah just some so, like michelangelo throwaway like, yeah fucking statue and she's like oh i can buy that yeah and so she had to go meet with this antiques dealer and she couldn't do it without her, her eddie so <laughs> They get in the car and they are going to go to this appointment at the antiques dealer. Um, now, 
Eddie's driving. So mm-hmm. they pull up to the gate. He goes, gets out of the car to unlock the gate. Mm-hmm. And as he's unlocking the gate, Doris slides over from the, the passenger side into the driver's side, like guns it oh. and hits him with the car. Yeah. Busts through the gate. Oh my God. He's on the car. And then she stops and he flies off and then she runs over him, drags him 40 feet and basically kills him instantly with that second uh, hit. Yeah. Um, yeah. She crushes. She crashes him. like into a tree with him. In yeah. The too. She she drags his body like 40 feet and ho- hops a curb and then like hits a tree. Oh, <gasps> that's across the street from the oh her my gate. God. Um, and. This is this is exactly what happened based on the the evidence and new findings and expert analysis of all the existing existing reports of the scene of the incident. Yeah. However, this is not what the police and the press at the time reported. Oh my god. Bitch that shit got covered up <gasps> big time. Oh my god. Uh, like this is what you can do if you're really This is wealthy. what you can do. You could buy everyone off and you don't get in trouble. Mhm. I mean even like even in our time, just celebrities or like very wealthy people that have like gotten in trouble or like what's even going on with like Prince Andrew right now and and all the legal shit he's into. But like, is anything actually ever going to happen? You know, it's like mm-hmm. probably not like he could probably buy his way out. Like, oh, and I'm sure there's things we know absolutely nothing about because yes oh never even came to the light of day no because they've been bought off yeah 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 well (laughs) you know who did have time for murder was doris duke uh because that's exactly what she did yeah but within 96 hours just a few days after the the initial incident yeah the police in rhode island closed the case Mm -hmm. uh declared it an accident and the um there was a, a sergeant on the the accident who pretty much put it all together. Yeah. Basically what I just said, like, yeah, sh- she she hit him with the car. Yeah. He flew up on the hood of the car. Yeah. She crashed through the gate. She tapped the brakes. He flew off. Mm-hmm. And then she gunned it again and dragged his body 40 feet, crashed mm-hmm. into the curb in the tree yep. and killed him instantly. It was recorded like all these things, all this evidence was recorded, but yeah. it didn't matter because that's mm-hmm. not what was reported or taken down as like, you know, the truth by the police and then reported to the media yeah. at the time. Um, the police who were in charge, not this guy, not this guy, Fred Newton, who pieced everything together, who solved the yeah. crime, basically. He was just a sergeant on yeah. the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it was pretty obvious what had happened. Um, yeah. There was like I a lot so. of a lot of things that you you just look at. You're like, OK. This, yeah. There was this even is... like a rookie cop that was there and was like, I think I know what happened. Yeah, pretty much. But <laughs> it's like first day on the job. And he's like, uh, I think that lady ran this guy over with her car. <laughs> I mean, that is exactly what happened. Yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. like, but was it an accident? Like, right, that, right. They they made it pretty like. It was made pretty clear that it was not an accident yeah. at the time, but the poli- the chief of police at the time was mm-hmm. getting he got he got gotten to by her. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, and the mob, the mafia. 
Well, he had connections with the mafia, so he was fine with getting probably like paid off for stuff. Yeah. But she had no connection to the, the mafia. No, no, she didn't. No. Uh, he was just corrupt. He was just like a, you know, chief of police who was like. Yeah, yeah, he was just corrupt. Yeah. He probably interviewed her and was like, did you murder this guy? <laughs> and she was like, no. <laughs> He's like, are you sure? <laughs> Uh, no, I don't, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, he made me Here's mad. some money? Here's some money? Yeah. And he's like, okay, yeah, it was an accident. I feel like he probably went to her and, like, extorted, yeah, like, was like, hey, listen, uh, some of the guys that I've been dealing with have, uh, encouraged me no, to he come knew, to you. He knew she was one of the richest people yeah, yeah. in the world. But and it's was like, just like you, you know, you could... You could buy yourself out of this uh, yeah. if you just grease my palms a little. And, you know, like he he was already doing fucking bad shit. And yeah, he was just like, Miss Duke, uh, we know what happened here. So, yeah. Uh, Show me the money. We'll make it go away for you. OK. <laughs> yeah. He, he they definitely had some sort of deal because yeah. uh, over the next few months, she um, she donated a shit ton of money basically to. Uh, yeah. The town of Newport, the entire mm-hmm. town. <laughs> yeah. Hundreds. What would today be a hundred hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars? Uh, yeah. Just eight days after the crash, she donated uh, twenty five thousand dollars, which is equal to almost two hundred thousand dollars today to restore the uh, historic cliff walk, which is a public promenade behind all the mansions that line Newport's <laughs> shoreline. She had. Which was all it was it was very weird that it happened so soon after the incident, but also she um had like these dogs that would that she would sick on people that would walk <gasps> on this path. So Oh my god. Yeah, she had gotten like people had gotten really pissed at her for many years because she just like hated any any plebe daring to come near oh, of course. her house. Yeah. Um, she had put a chain link fence up so it like blocked the walkway and they were like <gasps> You Man, this is that. a public walkway. You can't do that. And That's like in Malibu. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so it was just very, very convenient that eight mm. days later, she donated all this money to restore the the historic cliff walk. Um, oh, my God. She also gave more than $10,000 to the Newport Hospital where she had been taken after the incident. Her and uh, Eddie had been taken to the hospital. She was evaluated for injuries. She really didn't really have any. Yeah. Um, he definitely did, though, because he was very dead. dead. Um, yeah. And I think, like, once she was admitted to that hospital, she bought off everybody in that hospital. Uh, the admitting <laughs> doctor became her personal doctor immediately. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it was very fishy. Um, <laughs> and then she, in the following months after the incident, she began to set up the Newport Restoration Foundation, which in time would renovate those 84 colonial era buildings I had mentioned in the very beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, within that same time period, uh, the, the chief of police, uh, Joseph A. Radice. 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 There you go. (laughs) If he's an Italian. If he's an Italian. Which I think he was. Yeah. Uh, radish. I don't know. <laughs> Is that Italian for radish? No. <laughs> Undetermined. Uh, yeah. So this Radice guy, the mm-hmm. the 
chief of police uh, retired mm-hmm. conveniently, but not before he promoted a bunch of the officers that were also involved in this whole oh uh, cover up. He, yeah, like seven months later, he he also once he retired, he also eventually purchased a couple condos down in Florida. No big deal. Ah. <laughs> um. The inspector who had questioned Duke after the incident was named as uh, Radice's. Is that how you say it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I like it. I like yeah. it. I'm going to Radice's. Nice. Re- after his. Re- uh, he was. After Radice retired, his mm-hmm. replacement was this uh, inspector who actually leapfrogged over the logical uh, successor, the captain of detectives, to become the new chief. Oh. And then another <laughs> another cop who had interviewed Duke was promoted to sergeant. So Oh wow. It was all it's just like, come on, man. Oh my God. Yeah, he was he was definitely paid off. And even his yeah. like his daughter, I think, after many years after this incident was like, Dad, come on. You yeah, paid yeah. off. And he's like, if you can find the money, you can have it. Oh God. She's like, yeah. The money's in the condos you yeah. bought in Florida. What are you talking about? Remember when you were a public servant? Uh, yeah. And you and were only you making, re- <laughs> you know, yeah, like 40, 40 grand a year. Uh, yeah. Not enough money to purchase two fucking condos in Florida. I don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, Who's to say? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So back to Peter Lance, though, the guy who wrote the Vanity Fair article last year, mm-hmm. he wrote this book called uh what did it what was it called uh homicide in oh in rough point in rough point yep uh yeah homicide at rough point Mm -hmm. when he came out with that book uh it it got it got a good amount of attention and he like went on a book tour um and just recently that's when the book came out just recently uh it caught the attention of a man named bob walker Mm. um Bob Walker was a 13-year-old paper boy at the time mm. and was actually in the area <sighs> of the accident right yeah. when it was happening. Um, so Bob Walker approached uh, Peter Lance at a book signing, actually, and, and told him all this shit. Yeah. Uh, so Bob was, like I said, 13 years old, and he was literally on the way to deliver Doris Duke, her copy of the Newport Daily News, and he heard arguing. He heard two people screaming at each other. Yeah. And so he was like, what the fuck's going on? It was like a nice, tony neighborhood. He's like, people shouldn't be screaming at each other. They're all rich here. Why would anybody be screaming at each other? So he's like on his bike. He's like, I'm going to go see what's happening. Yep. And he pedals up and he hears the, he hears uh, Eddie and Doris screaming at each other basically he doesn't realize it at the time who it is uh, and he hears a crash he hears a car accelerate hears a crash hears a skid hears a man go no like scream yeah. no and then he hears the car accelerate again and then all the crashing uh, oh, into the curb and he's around the corner basically right when it's happening and he comes around the corner right after Doris Duke crashed the car into the tree. Yeah. And it basically all, all of what he heard and then what subsequently witnessed lines up exactly with uh, what the 
investigators at the time had yeah had the police sergeant. actually reported the yeah. police that actually reported what it, they had they had uh, observed yeah. so yeah he he basically was a eyewitness to all this mm-hmm. he said he saw Doris do an ear witness an ear and eyewitness <laughs> yeah but he was 13 years old at the time so this yeah. is like very fucked up um yeah. he said he got he when he came around the corner he saw Doris Duke get out of the car right after she'd crashed and she just stood there and stared down at the accident down at the car mm-hmm. uh underneath da- underneath the car I should say yeah, yeah yeah and she just stood there and then she like basically chased him off when she realized he was mm-hmm. he had pedaled up right behind her and he asked her if she needed help and if she, if he should call the police and she told him to get the fuck out of there basically she was like doing that basketball move where you like yeah she's like boxing side. him out yeah she yeah was, yeah she's like she oh, like not over here not over here she like wouldn't let him see like what was going on with the car or yeah. what was underneath it which was a dead body good thing honestly too because that would have been yeah. true even more traumatic for that poor kid yeah Really, really sad. Um, there is also a couple of other eyewitnesses who pulled up right afterwards. Uh, mm-hmm. A man and his daughter, who the daughter was like a nurse at the time, uh, yeah. saw what was happening, and they kind of and she kind of like went into this like panic mode that they took to be shock. Um, yeah, and but the way she behaved was like weird, and they were like, okay, like she ran back in her in her house, and they were like running after her like are you hurt like what's going on yeah the cops said she had like lacerations on her face and she needed tons of stitches but both um this man bob walker the 13 year old paper boy at the time and these other two witnesses said that she was not bleeding yeah um the cops just said that for dramatic effect i guess (laughs) i don't know so yeah um this man, Bob Walker, though, back to him, he laid out the whole story to Peter of how he was there. He, Peter took him to the spot where it happened. Mm-hmm. There's a, a follow-up article in Vanity Fair that just came out, like, like last month, uh, where and there's a video on Vanity Fair's website where you can watch this man, mm. Bob Walker, to, like, walk uh, – walk uh peter lance through the whole incident that he witnessed and explain exactly what happened and you might be wondering like why is this guy coming forward now well he was 13 at the time and when he went to his dad to tell him what happened his dad was like do not say a fucking word Mm -hmm. this woman is extremely powerful Mm -hmm. and she might kill you yeah (laughs) basically or have you killed or have you killed yeah yeah so yeah he he just like kept quiet like when he was 13 and he told his dad his dad just basically said don't say shit yeah and when when he turned 18 and was like headed off to the marines he was like dad why did you like why were you so crazy about that and yeah. his dad told you he, his dad told him i he's like i was worried for you i didn't want yeah. you to get hurt yeah and then by that time it's like five years later so he's just like i guess i won't say anything about it but yeah but this man um he was like, after this book came out by by Peter Lance, he was just like, I have to say something. This yeah. is like, there's all this like evidence now because Peter Lance went all the way to the end of the line with this one. He interviewed the police officers that are still alive now today mm-hmm. that had 
had this case. Yep. And he went to like forensic people who were able to like analyze all of the the evidence that's still left over. Because also, thing I forgot to mention is that all of the like a lot of the evidence was destroyed Mm. by the police department Mm -hmm. from this case. So whatever was left, the you know the investigators that still had you know stuff and like the fire department still had some stuff and mm. so there was there was still there's some, like, like a, some record of it there's yeah there's yeah. some record of what actually happened and like it you know wow and then and then bob walker came forward and bob walker didn't just go to peter lance he went to the newport police department and told them i was there yeah this is my story i think she murdered this man yeah yeah <laughs> So because of Bob Walker coming forward and in addition, Peter Lance having all of this additional like information Mm -hmm. um, as of August 2nd, 2021, this case is now reopened. Oh, my God. And it's more than likely going to find that Doris Duke did indeed run her friend over deliberately. Duh. (laughs) She murdered him. Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, I'm like, good, because at least it'll be like it on the record. And on the other, I'm like, do we even need to go through all that to, and waste the resources of like the police department? I think we can all she's just dead. say, yeah. yeah, she's dead and he's dead. And it's like, I, let's just call it as we see it, which is she was guilty and move on. Like, but I think there is you have to have some sort of justice for this man, because his family is still alive and they would like to see justice for this. And yeah, that would still be justice. I think you can just solve it. Like, like it doesn't, they seems like they have all the things to solve yeah. it. Like, well, just they have mark to, it down and move on. Like, yeah, no, I, I yeah, but that's what I mean. Like you have to officially like say, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We've done our due diligence and this is yeah. what actually happened. Doris Duke murdered her friend yeah. and we are putting it on record that she murdered somebody and it was because of her wealth and Mm -hmm. you know influence that justice was not done in the first place yeah and we want to rectify that and maybe pay some of that money for the wrongful death of this of this man that happened in the in 1966 so yeah get pay his family some um some of the money for like damages and also like maybe some of the shit that has her name on it put his name on it like some of the funds and gardens and all that fucking shit like take her name off put his name on it (laughs) i don't know i yeah i don't know it's (laughs) well it's sad because she like he was a big part of her life yeah and they were very good friends Mm -hmm. but it was when he when this happened he became like a footnote basically and like Mm. the 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 incident was like barely mentioned in her biographies that people have written about her and in her like you know yeah kind of like oh yeah and then like this weird thing happened where her like best friend died because she ran him over with a car but it was like totally an accident oh my god you know it was like that and so I just, I don't know. I hope that this invest, they do do the investigate. I mean, it is happening and they're probably going to, they're going to. It's almost done probably. 
Yeah, they're going to announce that it was a murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. His family will have some closure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it feels very uh, like redundant or something. It feels like oh, but yeah. nobody knew about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But except just, for the people that lived in Rhode Island, they knew they were like, oh, yeah, that bitch killed him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my and God. And she got away with it. And fuck her. Um, yeah. yeah. Thanks, for, thanks for all this like nice stuff. But but fuck you, bitch. We see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But nobody else in the country knew this shit. They were like, oh, Doris Duke got in an accident. How sad. Oh, and her friend died. And mm. then they like never thought about it again. I never even heard of this lady. So, oh, well. you know what? She sucks. Yeah. She did do a lot of good uh, philanthropy, but... Yeah. She also murdered somebody, so... I also wonder, like, is, did, was she, like, doing the good philanthropy stuff or were just, like, people managing her money in a smart and effective and helpful way? Like, was yeah. she even involved in any of these decisions or was she just, like, out collecting people and, like... I mean, sticking no. her dogs on people or something. I mean, she was a very smart and savvy person. Like mm, she, mm. like she was left a lot of money, and she had good sense to grow the money in yeah. very in in ways that made that actually. She might not have started out a quote unquote billionaire for the time. Yeah, but she, when she died, she was worth over a billion dollars. So yeah, mm. I don't know. Who's to I say? Don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but she sucks. She sucks. Oh my gosh. Well, bless uh, Eddie Torella. Mm hmm. Yeah, that man. was sad. I know. Super, it's so, the saddest thing to me is the fucking irony of him being murdered, of course, the day before he's about to start this like new chapter of his life with yeah, his like, partner. And just don't go over there. Like, I know. Yeah, that's so sad. It's so sad. Like, people told him, his friend, his partner said, please don't go over there. Just leave her Yeah, she's alone. crazy. She's going to fuck your shit up. Like, yeah. she's going to at least be rude to you, and you're going to be upset by it. And then we're going to have to, like, you know, I, I don't, I haven't really ever noticed if I've been friends with people that collect people like we were talking about earlier but I do feel like I've had friends where it is like the friendship is on their terms mm -hmm. and when it doesn't go well and I don't really have any of these friends anymore this was like when I was younger and yeah had like really low self-esteem I feel like but like and so everything was very sensitive and then it was like if something happened it was a whole big thing it's like you know, everything had everything just blew up out of nowhere and you just had then you're spending all your time fixing it and making sure they like you again. And then. Well, and that's just your, you know, your your 20s, too. Yeah, it's just like yeah. everybody. Everything's so fraught. Like true. Your teens and your in your 20s. You're just like that's every, true. Everything's hard. So, yeah, that's but true. These, Maybe it was that. this is a grown ass woman. Yeah. Oh, she was. Yeah. 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 You know, these and, are yeah adults like, you know, she's like in her like late 30s 40s whatever when this happened yeah. so bitch get a get a grip yeah oh, oh all right you guys thank you for listening uh to this episode i think that's all i got on this yeah 
wild topic. So uh, wild. Rich people are fucking crazy. Yeet the rich. Um, <laughs> Yeet the rich. <laughs> uh, and also follow us on social media. It's uh, at DTFE podcast everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Do we all it. buy Ruby Roses now? I want one now just to like. Just to I, like that's named after a dick. <laughs> did you know? It's like your thing at dinner parties. Did you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Conversation starter. Next time I'm at a fancy restaurant. I'm, gonna, I'm telling the waiter. I'm telling the waiter. I'm telling tables around me. Yeah. You guys know Doris Duke? Yeah. Do you know one of her husbands had a cool dick? <laughs> it, it was shaped just like this. It had like a knobby thing on top <laughs> with like a point. <laughs> And you just kind of and twist it, twist it a little it. bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all, right. all right. I think we're done. Yeah. I think so. Uh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, listen here. Stay mm-hmm. excellent to yourselves. And each other. Mm, bye-bye. Bye.